I think the greatest tax no one's talking about, Kendall, is inflation. Yeah. That is not a tax on the wealthy or the poor. That's a tax on the American people. Welcome to Your Retirement Blueprint, a podcast by 210 Financial. No matter who you are or where you are in life, having a plan for your finances matters. And that's what this show is all about. In each episode, we want to help you gain an understanding of where you are now and where you want to go from here. Hey, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. This is episode number one. Wow, number one. You think we know what we're doing? Yes, we do. Okay, Guaranteed. I hope so. Speaking of episode number one, my my second son, your grandson, turned one in a couple days yeah, ago. No kidding. Unbelievable. Yeah. You should have got him less toys. <laughs> Anybody that needs any toys, come to the stall residence. You come to Papa. Oh, Papa <laughs> Phil take care of those little ones. You betcha. Well, are you excited for today's show? I'm, I'm really excited. This is this is a brand new venture for us here at 210 Financial. It's not new information. I shouldn't say that, but it's just a new medium of getting this information out to yeah. the world. So whether you're listening on one of your favorite podcast um, subscription yeah. tools or whether you're listening through YouTube, watching through YouTube or something, we welcome you. This yeah. is going to be really good. We're going to bring a lot of content, a lot of content on what's going on in our world, how that applies to you, how you can... Yeah. Do some things to better your situation. For our listeners that think Phil sounds really good over the airwaves, it's because he's had some past radio radio show experience. I have not, so give me a little grace. But it is fairly notable for our YouTube viewers that Phil's got the face for radio. I've got the face for it. You got the you got a perfect <laughs> YouTube face. I don't know what that even means. I don't either. A dear friend of mine told me I had a perfect face for radio. Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of friends you don't need. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, today's show is going to be all about taxes. Awesome. Good. Um, some preventative measures that we should take for taxes. Huge right now, right? Yep. Taxes are huge and probably getting huger. Huger. Yep. Yeah. If that's a word. But we all start our show off with the question of the day. And today's question is sent to us from Steve from Congerville, Illinois. And his question is, is it better to begin taking Social Security early or wait until the age you receive full mm. benefits? Mm thought our show was on taxes. Our show will be on taxes. On we will bring this back to taxes. But Steve had a great question because people ask us that all the time. When should I take Social Security? And it's a confusing thing because they know at 62 they can get it. Yep. But should I wait till 67, 68, 69, 70? When do I get this thing and when's the best thing? And all joking aside, it'll sound like a joke. But if we knew when a person was going to die, yeah, right, we could easy. tell them, yeah, well, turn it on right then because that's when we – but we don't know. So here's the big problem. We don't know how someone how long someone's going to live. Yeah. And number two, as we've been telling people for years now, the government has made an announcement. It's right on their on these folks' of Social Security statements yep. that in 2035, mm-hmm. there's going to be a reduction of Social Security benefits somewhere between 21 and 24%. That's huge. Do you think they'll actually do it? Man, I'll tell you what. Seriously, if they do, I think we're going to have an income calamity in our hands. Yeah, I think there'll be a lot of reform between now and then. But when the government's bold enough to print it right on your social security statement and tell you that there's the date, yeah, and here's the percentage we're pulling it down, Washington D.C. is thinking about this. Yep, because there's no money left in that system. It says, uh, how does it say it? Congress can, and if if Congress doesn't change any law, it's going to go down by twenty percent. It says can and will change the laws they have in the past, can do so in the future. 
but then they stick it right there in bold. It's on page two if you want to check it out. It's on page two of your social security statement. Yeah, yeah it's right underneath where um, your different ages are. So if you get, look at your social security statement, it'll say at 62, this is how much you're supposed to get. Mm-hmm. Or at your full retirement age, which is probably 66 or 67, this is how much you're going to get. And then at 70, it'll give you the, uh, the biggest amount. And uh, there's no point in waiting past 70 because it doesn't go up any from there. Right. Steve, if you're listening today, here's the answer to your question. When's the best time to turn on Social Security? There's a lot of variables, but here's kind of a, a general consensus on what we, how we tell people. Do you need the income? Yep. Then by all means, turn it on. It's there for you. Number two, do you believe the government's going to do what we were telling you they're going to do? And if we do, then my opinion is turn it on early, mm-hmm. even if you don't need it. Yeah. Take that stream of income, even though it's less than what it could have been later, because if you take that less amount and store that up over here in a bucket, another investment account, at least you've got that giant bucket that's your money over time. And if the government does reduce those benefits in the future, that's your money. You've already, you've stuck it in your pocket over there. So the the argument to that is it goes up 8% per year, correct? And so it's a little hard. I guess you could say hard to get a guaranteed 8% anywhere else, but is it really guaranteed if they're going to cut it? Well, it's guaranteed by the claims paying ability of the federal government. I don't know if that gives you any peace or not, but back to what you're saying. Yes, it is a guaranteed 8% ratchet. So if I'm eligible at 62 to turn it on, if I don't turn it on, it's guaranteed to be 8% more per year until I hit 70. But when I get to 70, if I waited till then and they pulled it all the way back to where it was going to be at 62 or something, did I make 8%? Yeah. Nope. All that money I could have been putting in my pocket, it's all gone. A couple things to think about too would be married couples. The bigger Social Security is going to stay, the smaller one's going to go away. So Mm -hmm. sometimes, Mm -hmm. depending on your situation, it can make sense to delay one of the Social Securities to get it as big as you possibly can um, because at some point, most likely, one of of those two people are going to pass away. And one of those social security is going to go away at that point in time. Yeah, I, so agree. I agree. There's a, there's a lot that can A lot of strategies it. in there. But to, to answer Steve's question in a general sense, we're a fan of saying you might want to consider turning it on early, mm-hmm. even if you don't need it, and sticking that over there in a the bucket that you will have for the rest of your life. And especially should the Lord call you a home from this earth, at least you got that bucket you can leave to somebody. You can't leave your social security to somebody. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think we probably could do a whole show on that. I bet we could. <laughs> I bet we could. Steve, thanks for the question. Keep them coming. That's awesome. Yep, that's good. So let's move on to today's topic. So taxes, not necessarily taxes in retirement. This is taxes kind of leading up to it or or for the year. We're nearing the year end right now when we're recording this. Let's talk about preventative. Um, I guess preventative is the right word. I don't know. Preventative measures for taxes this yeah, that's year. That's good. Yeah, I would say preventative. Okay. Absolutely. So where do we start? Well, here's why I like to start with taxes. <laughs> There's certain, there's death and taxes. How many times have you heard, did you ever hear your dad say that? I've heard that a lot. Grandma and grandpa said it. My generation said that a lot. There's two things in life that are certain, yep. death and taxes. And now I'm 53 years old and I'm realizing I haven't seen the death part, at least not with me. Yeah. I've seen it around me, so I know it's certain. And I am realizing that sure enough, taxes are certain. But here's what, here's what I'm... I'm going to say famous for saying, famous in my own mind, okay? No one else thinks I'm That's saying That's fine, and we got to back up to the 53 thing. Yeah, okay. Well, here's what I'm famous for saying. I am a fan of paying. So there's a scripture verse that says, pay unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Yep. I'm a fan of saying, pay unto Caesar what is Caesar's and not a doggone dime more. Right? I agree. I Give, agree. Pay your taxes. Be a good American. It's the greatest country in the world. What do those taxes do? They support our military. They support our social programs like Social yep. Security and Medicare. Apparently they don't fix potholes, though. Well, they're, they're supposed to. <laughs> So pay your taxes, 
It's a good thing. We don't want to, yep. you don't want the alternative because the alternative to pay, yeah. not paying your taxes is end well. three free meals a day in a place you may yeah. not want to go to. But pay your taxes. Be a good American. But do it where it's the most efficient, right? Yeah. So my point of it is pay your taxes, but do it in a way that's very efficient. And we've got strategies to talk about. So I don't know what you were alluding to if we we're talking about retirement taxes, <laughs> but the point of it is this, listeners. <laughs> pay your taxes, but only pay what is owed. Don't pay everyone else's fair share, yeah. too. There's a lot of money to be saved if you pay attention to it. And, yeah. Uh, and and make sure you're doing it right. So I guess what where do you start? First thing is figure out your income, I suppose, right? Mm-hmm. I think the question we get posed with most of the time is uh, most people that are in retirement or pre-retirement, what have they done? They stuck all their money in these buckets that yeah. they were told when they were going to retire, their tax bracket would be lower mm-hmm. and come to find out it's not. Yeah, They're paying just as much in tax brackets or higher than what they thought they were going to pay. Yep. So you got these things like 401ks or IRAs and those kind of things. And now we've got this rising tax base in our country. So I think the point, Kendall, what you're trying to make, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is there a way to reduce the taxation that's going to be due to those people unless unless the government lowers taxes yeah. in the future, which I guess is a, a chance. I think what I think we're going to do a whole other show on taxes and retirement. And so you're starting to open that can of can of worms on where do we save money pre-tax, post-tax all those different types of things. But maybe we should talk before we get to that more about, okay, you earned X amount of dollars this year, uh, W-2, um, or you're self-employed or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Mm-hmm. Are there anything that, uh, any simple things out there that people can do right now to just reduce their taxes today? For this year, yeah, giving. That's always a good one. Yep. However, here's what the government took away from us a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So they gave us something called a standard deduction. Yep. Which okay, is a lot get, higher than it used to be. It is, yeah. So my age group, it's $24,800 that the government allows me not to claim yep. as income on my taxes. So unless my giving is more than $24,800, right, my giving is a moot point. Yeah. So a lot that, of people have went to that because the giving isn't that high. They used to be, what is it, real estate taxes and, mm-hmm. and uh, what is it called, SALT? Is that right? State and local taxes that, that, that feed Correct. into that as well. Yes. So if you're in your working years, what can you do to mitigate some taxes? If you haven't maxed out your 401k, get it done. Yeah. Pump a bunch of money in there. If you haven't funded a Roth IRA, or I'm sorry, not a Roth, but a regular IRA, maybe consider doing that. The problem with that is you're compounding the future tax problem. Yeah. You're solving a short-term tax problem now. So yeah. giving is a good thing, yeah. but you got to give a lot. You got to give, in my, like I said, more than $24,800 in my group. Mm-hmm. The older you get, it's a little bit more, but around twenty-seven for some older folks. Yeah. So if you're a giver... Give before between between now and the end of the year. So there's this whole uh, all the the Biden administration. They're rolling out this whole new tax plan. Yeah, and it's all up and down and all over the place. Yeah, right now, um, a lot of people, especially in my generation, are getting uh, child tax credits. Yeah, and things like that. That's probably something that some people should be preparing for a little bit because. Depending on their income, some people are going to be able to keep it all, and some aren't. Correct. My understanding, right? Yeah, it's going to wind up on your taxable. Dollars for the end of the year and those kind of things, so you got to be careful of that too. But yeah, I think I think the question if I'm a if I'm a, a consumer out there watching this show, I would say, you know, where are our taxes going? Yeah, I don't know. I can yeah. tell you this: they're probably not going to stay constant. And do yeah. I think taxes are going up in the future? Uh, Phil's opinion is absolutely. Here's why: yeah, they're you about mentioned as low as they've ever been right now. Right? Lowest they've ever been in the, in the history of the IRS. The government just passed a couple of very large bills. One was called the Infrastructure Bill social mm-hmm. spending bill, and then they made the announcement that there's no more money left in Social Security, no more money left in Medicare. So what's the only option that the government has? Print more money yeah. 
reduce our benefits, mm-hmm. and raise taxes. Yeah. And I think they're going to do all of the above. I think they're going to keep printing money. Yeah. I think they're going to raise taxes. I think they're going to lower our benefits. So if you've got these dollars that are in 401ks and IRAs, you might want to consider getting those out of there while yeah. the tax rates are cheap. Yeah, that makes sense. So the Biden administration's rolling out this Build Back Better uh, plan, and I know there's a lot of tax stuff in there. From my perspective, anyways, tell me if I'm wrong, a lot of it probably um, maybe isn't going to apply to the to the normal middle-class American. A lot of it's it's going to be on the real high-income earners and things like that. They were, they were talking about taking away capital uh, step-up in basis, which mm-hmm. is which maybe we should explain what that is, I guess. Um, it's when, when you pass away, um, you can get a step-up in basis, which basically just reduces some taxation mm-hmm. uh, for your heirs. Um, and then talking about backdoor Roths and some Roth conversion stuff, that's all pretty gray right now, but we just need to be paying attention to it, right? Yeah, I agree with you. I think the greatest tax no one's talking about, Kendall, is inflation. Yeah. That is not a f- tax on the wealthy or the poor. That's a tax on the American people. Yeah. And their inflation is, is a real tax, and it's happening. Yeah. I literally just Saturday, I think, went through Starbucks, got um, – this is going to let people peer into my life here a little bit, but I got a, I got a hot chocolate because I don't drink coffee. I got my son a kid's hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. I got Carrie, my wife, a coffee. And two cake pops. Did they I, offer you a payment plan when it was Yeah, done? pretty much. Yeah. Two cake pops, because who doesn't go to Starbucks and get a cake pop? Yeah, yeah. How much do you think that was? It's 20 bucks plus. It was 19-something. Yeah, crazy. Isn't that ridiculous? Crazy. Anyways, we're going to make our hot chocolate at home from now on. But so that's what, the point on inflation. It, it is, and that's a real tax, because this show we're talking about taxes, right? And so people are saying, it, man, it just costs a lot of money to be alive, right? Yeah. So here's some tips. Here's Let's get down to the... the brass tacks of what people can be doing right now. It's one thing to save in taxes. It's another thing just to save money Yeah, because it costs a lot of money just to be alive. Mm-hmm. This inflation thing is real. People ask us all the time, is inflation going to happen? I'm thinking, it's here, folks. We've been to the gas station lately. Yeah, it's here. Right. Used to have, The gas prices used to start with a two-something. They used to start with a one-something. Now they're a three-something, and yep. that trickles down to a gallon of milk. It trickles down sure to a does. pair of shoes and everything else. So what can people do on taxes? Put your dollars away, mm-hmm. save, try to live within your means of a budget, Yep. value shop, do those kind of things, because every dollar you can put in your pocket and not give away mm-hmm. to the inflation or to the directly to the government is going to be your yeah. family's money later. Yeah. I think it's important for uh, people to understand how taxes are, are figured. So at a very simple, simple level, mm-hmm. obviously we can get in really deep here, and mm-hmm. we are not CPAs and we're not tax attorneys. So We do play one on TV. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. No, we're not CPAs and we're not attorneys, but we do see taxable situations every day in our life. So I guess what I'm saying is check with your CPA or your Mm -hmm. attorney or whatever it may be. But when it comes down to it, if you're a W-2 employee and you're you're a normal middle-class person, you you got a house that you're living in and you drive down the road to work every day, there's probably not a whole lot that you can do to really reduce your tax situation because their standard deduction is so high. Now, the Trump administration, love them or hate them, doesn't really matter. They raise the standard deduction up. And so mm-hmm. basically the way it works is you take your income. So say you made hundred grand that year. You take your income minus the standard deduction, which is for married couples, what is it, 25 now or 26? 24? 24-8. Yeah. 24-8. So mm-hmm. round it up to 25. And so, hundred grand minus your standard deduction of twenty five thousand, that puts you at seventy five thousand of taxable income. 
And unless you do enough giving or unless you have a bunch of other itemized deductions, there's some medical stuff in there if, if you get them high enough and things like that, you're probably not going to get above that. And, and that's about all you can do. Some things people do when it comes to giving, I know since the standard deduction was rolled out, some people double their giving up and only do their giving of every other year. Um, so say they, I don't know, what's an example of that? They give 30 grand or they give 15 grand a year or something like that. Yeah, double it up every couple of years and take the deduction in one year and not the second. Then take yeah. your, back to your standard deduction the next year. So you get your full standard deduction one year and then you get mm-hmm. to get a little more of a deduction for your giving yeah. in that next year. So there's some little things like that. If you're a business owner, um, if you're someone that's walking into retirement, maybe there's a, a lot more that can be done there. If you're a business owner, basically, I think you just need to stay, stay on top of, of what you're doing. You probably need to be talking to a, a CPA and an attorney, making sure that you're in the right. Uh, right. Well, how about, what about folks who have a, a little home business, a little yeah. side hustle? Mm-hmm. You may want to consider talking to your CPA about how you can push more expenses that way, too. That's a bit of a, a deduction, potentially. Yeah, yeah. So legal entity, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, legal entity, make yeah. sure you got the right legal, legal entity. And then when you're doing tax planning, especially towards the end of the year, if it's, if it's getting towards the end of the year, make sure you're on top of it because there, you potentially could take some expenses for the next year. If you think your income is going to be dramatically different or something like that, take them early and try to off some, set some taxes that yeah. way. I think you're, here's, here's, what I, here, here's what I just heard you say, okay? Yeah. Tell me if I'm right. If you were a working American today, W-2, getting a paycheck every Friday type of thing. Yep. Your taxable situation is pretty well set. Yeah. It's going to be pretty limited mm-hmm. as far as this is my income for the year. Yep. Take off my standard deduction. The rest is going to be taxed. Yep. What can I do to, to help some of that? Double up giving every every couple of years maybe versus every mm-hmm. year. Look around your, your house. See, do I have a, a home business? Can I push more deductions that way? Yep. Max out your retirement plans. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it in yeah, America today. It really is. If you're a retiree, there's a lot of other options. But if you're a pre-retiree, your, your options are limited right now. Yeah, you got it. The good news is, right now, even though we have limited options, it's the lowest tax environment we've ever lived in in America. So it's there's good news in this too. Yeah, it's really good sure. news. Yeah. What else? Anything else we need to talk about when it comes to taxes today in terms of how do you reduce your current income tax? I think we've covered it pretty well. Other yeah. than we know we, we need to pay it, we just need to do it in the most tax-efficient way possible. Yeah, I think next episode we're going to be talking about um, planning for retirement and taxes there and what all that looks like, and I think that's going to be really good. So make sure you, make sure, uh, you tune in for that. But mm-hmm. I guess really what we got to do is what's our tip of the day today? You got any good tips? Yes. What are we having for lunch? Boy, lunch. You mentioned my 53-year birthday, oh, which yeah. last week, so I get to choose lunch today in the office. You should, yeah. Hot dogs. So on that point, you turned 53, Social, and we talked. We had a question about Social Security, mm-hmm. and so when you turned 63, I'd Kai call you and say, hey, Papa, <laughs> now you're into single digits till you can turn on Social Security because you're yeah. 53. You only got nine years yeah. left. Thanks. How does that make you feel? Yeah, great. <laughs> I love your grand. I love my grandsons a lot yeah, more than some of you kids. Makes sense. Yeah. Tip of the day. You got anything on your mind? The, yeah, number one tip of the day. There are strategies to employ. Employ them. Yeah. The money that you don't spend in taxes goes in the pocket of you, your family. That's legacy money for long term. So pay what you, pay what's due to, to the government. That's good. But don't pay them a dime more. Yeah. Pay attention to it. Absolutely. Stay on top of it. I think that's the number one tip. Know what you're doing. Pay yeah. attention to it. Sounds good. Good. All right. We'll tune in next week um, to your retirement podcast. And we're going to be talking about taxes and retirement. 
a lot of cool stuff coming up there. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to Your Retirement Blueprint. We hope today's episode helped you gain a better grasp of your finances and clarified a possible path forward in your life. This show is brought to you by 210 Financial, and our team is passionate about helping individuals and families achieve their ideal retirements. If you'd like to talk more about your financial plan, we'd love to talk to you. You can learn more and schedule a call at 210financial.com. Again, that's www.210financial.com. We can't wait to see you right back here next time on this show.